You're listening to another life-transforming message from Awakened Church with campuses in San Diego and Salt Lake City. To find out more about us, go to awakenedchurch.com. And you know, if you can get into a mindset that if you'll sow your best, you'll always reap God's best. So I just want you to know, Awaken is sending all the best resources out here to Salt Lake City because we know that God's up to something out here. And the other thing you need to do is discover what God's doing and get behind it. Don't try to drag God into your stuff. Try to figure out what God's up to and then get into his stuff and then everything will just work out. I also just wanted to honor uh, Vince and Becca, just some of the dearest friends and most passionate. And um, you know, what I love is, you know, the Bible, it says, you know, some water, some plant, but God brings the increase and God is in the increase business. I want you to, to understand that. And if you get yourself planted into awakened church and into the kingdom of God, you're positioning yourself for increase, for growth. And trust me, you want to grow. This uh, July 15th, my wife and I celebrate 10 years at Awaken Church. If you would have told us what we'd be doing today and how much fruit and life, how big our business would have grown, how much I love my wife, how much vision we have for our future, how much hope is in our hearts. And uh, I just really want you to get yourself ready that your greatest testimony is not what you came out of. It's what God is taking you into. Just telling you. He's taken this church into big, big things. He's very passionate about this region, about this area. He, God's very territorial, and he likes taking ground. He likes to be the head and not the tail. He likes to be the influencer and not the one being influenced. And he's looking for a people that he can use to do big things here. And you're it. You're that people. Just imagine you gave yourself fully to God, what could he do with you? Listen, it, the, the, the secret to our life getting bigger wasn't that we were special. We were just surrendered. We didn't really have a lot. You know, you look at the talents, the guy with the, the one, the two, the five. We had like half a talent. We, we didn't have a lot. You know what I mean? But I discovered I don't need to start with a lot. I just need to start by giving my all. And we started 10 years ago giving half a talent. And you know what? He began to use that and turn it into one, and then two, then four, and then 10. And, and listen, it, the kingdom of God's perpetual. There's no limit to God's increase as long as in every season you give him your all. And you know what I loved about the communion message today, by the way, I think that was for me, okay? I, I know it was. And, we're still in a season 
where giving your all is tricky, where giving your all is complicated, where I feel like I'm in the way of God again, you know? Here I am, and yeah, God's done so much, and yet I'm still struggling to trust him. And, and yet God's done so much, we have such a history of the bigness of God and the goodness of God, and yet here we are wrestling again with unforgiveness, wrestling with bitterness, wrestling with uncertainty, wrestling with doubt. Listen, we're human, and God is expanding and enlarging us. Here's the secret, though. Keep surrendering. Keep showing up in atmospheres like this. Listen, I needed this atmosphere tonight. I, I needed an atmosphere where I could hear from God, where I could hear heaven, where, where I could encounter a God who wants to help me. He didn't call me to figure it out and then call me. He didn't say that. He said, I've called you. Let's figure it out together. Let me come into the things that aren't all together yet. Come on. Never be afraid to invite God into your today. The secret to you getting into your next level is letting God into your this level. Yeah, yeah, don't worry about next level. Don't worry about, tomorrow has enough to worry about. Bring God into now. There's a touch of God in here, I feel it. I feel it, man, come on. I'm gonna talk about being fruitful, being productive. That's the name, I've never preached a message called, called producers. But I felt like tonight, God wants to make us producers, people that bear fruit for his name. You know, what I discovered is, you know, we just came out of Freedom Nights, right? And was anybody here on Monday night at Freedom Night? I remember the first time we went through Freedom Night. I was just left like completely undone, completely like staggered by the amount of things that were hindering me from encountering God and fulfilling the call of God on my life. I had no idea. I always thought it was my voice. I always thought it was my, my idea in my head, but I didn't realize that God wanted to distinguish um, how I think from how the devil thinks. And, and I remember when I began to realize that, wow, all those thoughts I had for all those years of rejection and inferiority and need for approval, it was never me all along. And I remember being separated from those unclean influences and beginning to think for the first time clearly and beginning to hear God's voice um, and, and have a single mind for the first time. And it was so freeing. But one of the things I've discovered is, listen, 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 listen. Nobody weeds a garden just for the sake of getting weeds out. The purpose of weeding a garden is so that you can plant the things you want to go in it. I'm just, just saying, like, don't look at Freedom Nights as the end for you to just live without that wrong voice or that wrong influence. Freedom is designed to make room for the planting of the Lord. You see, it's what's born of God that overcomes the world. And when God begins to get the unclean influences out of our life, it makes room for him to begin to plant the things that he's destined for you to bring about in the earth. You are destined to bring about God's will in the earth. It's your destiny. It's his plan for you. Here's what happens is in the territory you're in right now, God is going to free you from everything that's hindering you from being a producer. And guess what happens once you become a producer in this season? 
God's going to multiply your territory because he's he who is faithful with the plot of land or the season of life they've been given, he who's faithful with little will be trusted with much. Then God's going to bring you into new territory. And guess what? You're going to have to get back to freedom night again. Because <laughs> you thought that you already dealt with that. Yeah, you dealt with that at a small level, but now God is enlarging your territory, and he's bringing you into new levels, new territory. I used to hear new level, new devil. No, no, it's new level. It's the same devil. He just needs to be dealt with again on a larger scale. God wants to scale your life. Freedom is so powerful. Freedom is actually a discipline of the kingdom. One third of Jesus's miracles were, were deliverance related. He's all about getting you free, not just so he can deal with the demonic, so that he can turn you into a producer. Listen, once you move from the category of just loving God as a worshiper to being able to love God as a producer, you will never, ever be the same. All right. Shoot. Yep. I'm going to try to share a couple scriptures. There's a great atmosphere here. One of the things that we are about at Awaken is getting you into the right atmospheres. Listen, you bring a seedling into a greenhouse, that's an atmosphere designed for that seedling to grow healthy. Everything we're about here at Awaken is creating atmospheres for God to move in your life so that you can grow and be everything he wired and created you to be. Are you ready? Okay, okay. Um. <laughs> I love it here. I love Salt Lake City, man. I'm telling you, man. I love being in the will of God and in the fresh moves of God, and something's happening here. I got to tell you, how many men came to emerge? Dude, you guys are animals, man. I'm telling you, it was like, it was like Salt Lake had God's men. And all the other men were trembling like, who are these guys? Dude, I'm telling you. I love a church that has men of God in it. Listen, we make extraordinary room for women. We believe some of the greatest men of God are women. <laughs> And we love, this is a church where we will champion women, but not at the expense of men. Oh yeah, we need mighty, mighty men. And I just appreciate what happened at Emerge. Emerge changed my life. Emerge changed my life. But part of it was watching Salt Lake City in the house represent. Just tug of war. Dude, tug of war alone. Um, good things are happening here. Don't be a spectator. Get into it. 
Get into men's prayer on Tuesday morning. Get into everything that's going on here. That's what we did. We didn't bring a lot to the table. We just got all in. Listen, that's part of being successful in the kingdom of God is just giving yourself to the work of God. Even when your life still got stuff that needs to be figured out. Listen, we've been here 10 years. I still got stuff that needs to be figured out. And if you let having things that need to be figured out hinder you from getting all in, you may never figure them out. Part of you figuring out the things that are still frustrating to you is surrendering your life while things are still frustrating. God can work with incomplete people. And some of your greatest restoration will come um, when you give yourself to God and you're still working stuff out. Holy cow. There's a great, it's pretty easy. If, I always say, if you can't preach at Awaken Church, you probably need to do something else. <laughs> it's an honor to be at Awaken. And if you guys know Pastor Jurgen and Leanne, we were at a, we were at a big um, uh, Pathfinders event at our house. And one of the guys was brand new to this community. And he said, yeah, you know, I don't like getting close to leadership. I feel like the closer you get, the more disappointed you are. And it was so staggering to us because we've been privileged to get really close. And the only thing we've found is we're more and more impressed and, and we feel like it's more and more authentic and more genuine and they're human like us. Every, we're all humans here, but isn't that kind of refreshing? Isn't it kind of refreshing to follow leaders that are human like you, that face the same struggles, the same challenges, their kids aren't perfect, their stuff still doesn't, there's stuff that isn't all. Listen, there might be a grace to preach, but you still gotta figure out how to live. And I just want you to know that we're a part of, uh, Awaken isn't just hype. I mean, it's lit. <laughs> I'm not saying you don't generally feel better when you leave. It's just the closer you get to it, the better it is. All right, all right, all right. Well, I want to talk, I'm going to share a couple of scriptures. I want to start, uh, we got 10 minutes left. I mean, but you know what? I already feel just from communion. You know, can I share something about being a producer? that I saw on a Wednesday night. That's why I love Wednesday nights. But let me, let me encourage you. Um, figure out a way to get here for worship. So much of all what I was already experiencing tonight came in that first song. That first song. I like, we, we like to be here right, right for all of the worship. Uh, because I like to just get in, in an atmosphere. I don't know about you, but the day can just wear on you. The day can like... The, the day, and, and all of a sudden, if I cut myself short of that 10 minutes of worship and let myself be busy, is I may not get into that atmosphere. And I just want to challenge us. This is one of the little things we did that brought a dramatic change is we don't miss worship. It's not the song before the message. It's the presence of God. Thank God you guys create atmosphere. Give it up for our worship team. Thank you. Um, but 
during, um, during communion, um, in, a, in an atmosphere like this, it's all in, this has happened in the last month. I think we were at our San Marcos campus, and Pastor Stacy, who was just here, right? What a, oh my gosh, what a room wrecker, that girl. She comes through and just, you thought it was all, you had it all together, and yeah, I like following her. Um, just get in her wake, man, that, but she was doing a communion message, like, I don't know if it was quite as good as, as Pastor Matt's was, but it was good. And Because what we don't depend on is people. We depend on an atmosphere where the anointing of God is there. And so I was in an atmosphere of communion, and God began to show me the crown of thorns. Because I'd always heard about, you know, his pierced for our transgressions, and, and he was wounded for our iniquities. You know, he, he took a beating, and he took lashes, and, and I had never really comprehended what was the crown of thorns for. But remember, Jesus came to restore everything back to what God originally intended. So the first scripture I want to share is out of Genesis 1. If we could bring that up, okay? Then God blessed them right out of the gate. Understand God's will for you is to bless you, okay? He is a good father who loves you and has good plans for you. So in the beginning, when he made us in his likeness, made us in his image, the first thing in his heart was to bless. Listen, that hasn't changed. That hasn't changed, okay? God blessed them and said, be fruitful or be productive and multiply. Fill the earth and govern it. Reign over the fish of the sea, the birds of the air, all the animals that scurry along the ground. Then God said, look, I've given you every seed-bearing plant throughout the earth and all the fruit trees for your food. But then remember the, the you know, Adam and Eve made a mistake. They, they quit trusting God like we do sometimes, and we start to partake of things that he never intended for us. Um, and that's what they did, and they introduced the curse into the ground. Remember, and they had to toil over the ground now. And all of a sudden, the ground was no longer yielding produce. It was frustrating. And it was by the sweat of their brow that they could eke out just enough to live off. And God began to show me that he took the thorns to break the curse. Some of that, some of that blood that dripped off of his brow was, was curse-breaking that allows us to partake of the blessing of God again. Listen, the blessing of God is not cheap. It was his original intent all, of long, all along, and then God so desired it for his children whom he loves that he paid an extraordinary price. We just came off of Easter, okay? Easter, they call it Passion Week. Passion wasn't Jesus going around all excited. We think of that, passion. Passion is the price you're willing to pay for something. If you're truly passionate about something, you'll pay a high price. You and I were not bought with silver and gold. Listen, listen, the, the, the curse wasn't broken and blessing restored because somebody bought us with silver and gold. We were bought with the precious blood of Jesus Christ. Some of that blood dripped down onto the earth and it, reversed what was in motion called the curse and it restored as long as we're a people that enforce the word of God. Listen, that's part of awakening. And this is tonight I feel is a culture night. It's like we, listen, we've been in this culture for 10 years. We were Christians before that. We were just Christians that weren't producing. I'm telling you something, there's nothing more frustrating than loving God and being unproductive. Just being forgiven. 
that's a lame existence. It's, it is. It's lame. Listen, it's better than not being forgiven. I'll tell you that. But if there was blood shed for you and I's life to work again, to function again, to be productive again, why would I not enforce that part of what Jesus did for me? We have this sweet by and by mindset that, oh, when we get to heaven, everything's going to be just fine, brother. You know what? I feel like God created us to occupy this planet. And while we're here, we need to enforce every drop of blood that Jesus paid for our lives to work and function and to be fruitful and productive. Amen? So when I take communion now, this is all fresh. Been here for 10 years, but in the last month. See what I mean? It's like God is constantly adding, adding to you. Don't say, I've been there, been to that thing, done that. No, no, no. If you've been there, then take someone with you. Sometimes your greatest breakthrough is not even for you. It's when you start getting other people involved. That was my thing at Emerge this year. Just the amount of new men encountering God, encountering a God who's, who's a father, who heals father wounds. Listen, I've already partaken of a lot of healing but when you get in an environment where you're watching people partake of healing for the first time and it doesn't break your heart and make you want to pay a price to build the kingdom of God, and you need to stay in love with the work of God. Not just the work he's doing in you, but the work he's doing around you and the work he's doing through you. Listen. The secret, the secret, the secret sauce of staying in the kingdom is volunteering your life to be used by God. That's it. The fact that he loves you and he would touch you is pretty remarkable. But when you discover that he's not only interested in healing you, but he wants to use you. Listen, my life was used by the devil for decades. I cannot believe, I can understand that God would want to forgive me, but the fact that he would want to use me is craziness. But you know what? I just continue to surrender. It's not my determination on who he's chosen to use for his glory and his goodness. Listen, he has a call on your life. He wants to do great things. And oftentimes, the very thing that haunted you or that used you to cause damage is the very thing God's going to use to destroy um, through you. I'm telling you. For me, for me, for me, to be honest, yeah, we're in business and God's using us in the marketplace, but if I could tell you the one thing that was the number one haunt in my life, it was insecurity, rejection, fear of man, need for approval, and a pathetic, gross yearning for you to like me. Yeah. Do you know the one thing that God has used to be a wrecking ball through my life? It's confidence. I had zero confidence coming into the kingdom. But God is so passionate about not just me feeling better about myself, but me becoming a wrecking ball of rejection and destroying the work of darkness. My question is, if you gave God your life, I'm telling you, he would do more than just fix you. 
he would use you to destroy all the things that wrecked you and are wrecking other people. Don't you want to be a producer? All right. Well, I had another scripture. I had a few other things to share. But we're, I mean, one of the things I love about Awaken is we believe God can move in the times we've been given. And uh, he's been moving tonight. But I'd like you to stand up. We're going to close this down right now. I didn't even really get to much, but I feel like I got to everything. Anybody with me? Anybody want to be a producer? Yeah, you want to transition out of just loving God and knowing you're forgiven, but being surrendered to God and being used to produce for his kingdom. Anybody with me? If you are a person who realizes that God loves you, wants to bless you, but now wants to use you, can you just put your hands up? Listen, freedom wasn't to just get dark things out of your world. It was to make space for the planting of the Lord. And I even feel in this atmosphere, in these last 90 seconds, I feel God's gonna begin to deposit into you ideas. I remember the first time he told me that he was gonna change my name from insecurity to confidence. It was in an atmosphere like this, it was just a whisper. It was a seed that he put into my garden that he brought to life. What is he planting in you? What's gonna be born of God in your life that will overcome all opposition? That will grow to be that mustard seed that became a mighty tree, a tree of shelter and productivity and life and prosperity. God, I prophesy right now, not my word, your word, your word. I hear God say to somebody, you got this, you got this. I know you've quit multiple times, but you're not a quitter. You got this. I hear that. God, I declare. You know, sometimes you think it, it's, it needs to be a new business or it needs to be some grand thing. For me, it was just a little thing, like changing my, the way I saw myself, growing in confidence. Don't ever underestimate where God begins. And I just declare, God, right now, your seeds. I see value. I see a history of devaluing yourself. And I see God beginning to whisper, you're valuable. You're not just valuable to me, but you're valuable to this world. You're valuable to your family. I don't know who you are. I imagine there's a few of us. You're valuable. You're not just valuable intrinsically. You're valuable to what I want to do with you. You're going to be valuable on the earth. Valuable. The world's better with you here. God, I just thank you, not only in this atmosphere, but in this season, Pastor Matt, we're in a season where God is going to be depositing things in us. Listen, one of the reasons God loved Joshua is he would linger in the presence of God. Listen, get used to lingering in the presence of God. Get used to getting in an atmosphere where God can plant things in you. You're in a season where God is 
planting things inside of us. Yeah, that's what I see. Fresh things. Springtime. Springtime at Awakened Church, Salt Lake City. And listen, God is not just interested in growing things that make you feel better. He's going to grow you to overcome the world. Your life is going to be a catalyst of kingdom advancement in Jesus' name. And we all said, amen. Thanks for listening. To find out more about our locations, team, and what we do here at Awakened Church, go to awakenedchurch.com.